The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. You are tuning in for another episode of Deep Diving with the Souls. I am here with my partner in crime, my partner in life, and my partner in business, Chris Soul. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> hello, hello. I thought we would do a quick little personal life update episode today because last time we had you on the podcast, we were in Bali. Yep. We were just about to leave. We were about to come to Sydney, Australia, which is where we are right now. We've been here for a month and a half. This was a big move for us. We've left our island home. We've kind of shifted things up. We're not planning to go back to Bali anytime soon. We made a lot of changes recently. And I, I guess I wanted to just check in on with both of us and talk about the importance of following your gut and making those big leaps and those choices that feel aligned to you, even if other people don't understand why you're making those choices. Because there were a lot of people that were really questioning, like, why would you leave Bali? Bali's amazing. I think a lot of people that we know and you know, just also people we don't know that have just kind of commented on stuff have this, I guess, romanticized version of what our life was. And we had such an incredible life in Bali and we still have incredible friends and opportunities and a lifestyle and life there. But we were really feeling like it was time to shake things up. And I think this happens a lot in life when people get this intuitive nudge. You get this like inner deep gut feeling that I'm meant to change something. And then the people around you will look at you and go, why would you change that? You've got it so good. And I think that sometimes when we listen to the opinions of others or we try and take everyone else's ideas of what is good and bad into consideration, it can really like muddy the waters of what our own like soul intuition is. And that's something I feel like we've both had to overcome and something that a lot of people have to overcome when making choices and taking big leaps. Would you agree? hundred percent. I think you have a guidance system that lives inside of you that doesn't use your conscious mind mm. and it gives you, it communicates with you with feeling Yeah, and you really have to learn to pay attention to that and not ignore it and not push it down because otherwise it'll hit you like a ton of bricks eventually. Mm. I think if you haven't lived in Bali, the idea of living in Bali sounds like a dream. Mm. And when you do move to Bali, it does, it can feel like a dream for most people for quite a while, but there's a time for everything mm. and you can get used to everything. And the famous saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. We've been gone for a solid six to seven years from our home country, our home city, where we are now. And it really definitely felt like it was overdue for us to come back and fully not just have the, Hey, a couple of weeks here and then bounce between some Airbnbs, but actually simulate living here again, which is why we're here for multiple months this time, just to really fully integrate. And yeah, it's just been the best decision. 
honestly. The best decision. My thinking has changed quite a bit. I mean, I'm sleeping much better. I got to say, I'm designed for this climate. You know, I'm not designed to sleep in aircon with 100% humidity outside. I don't think Seoul has ever actually been. I'm German. <laughs> I'm German. I'm not supposed to live on the equator. So I've managed to fight the temperature for however many years, mm. but it does affect your sleeping quality. At least it did for me. So here I'm just, I don't know. There's a sense of familiarity, safety, security, everything deep down that I feel like it's just allowing my nervous system to recalibrate to an extremely relaxed state. It's so weird you say that. So I agree that there's that safety, familiarity, all of that. But on top of that, there's this like extra challenge and this expansion that I felt like we weren't accessing in Bali. It's yeah. like this really weird layered thing where although we're more comfortable and at home and familiar here, we also feel more pushed and expanded and challenged here at the same time. Yeah. I mean, look, you have to, you can romanticize different places around the world as much as you want, but you, if you really get down to the reality of it, Bali is a tourist destination. Mm. It's Mykonos. You can go there. You can work from your laptop. You can do amazing amazing things. You can open a hotel. You can open a restaurant. There's lots of amazing things you can do and anything is possible, but you are limited in certain ways Mm. that depending on where you are in the world, different options open up, different vibrations become possible. There aren't many dinner parties in Bali. People go to cafes to catch up. Mm. There are very few people who will really decorate a beautiful home and they intend to live there for 10 years or something. And it just creates a different environment. It's a little more fleeting. It's a little more people are in holiday mode, a lot of them. It has more of a pulse in a weird way. But here it's so much more... Sydney is a very established city. It's hundreds of years old. Some of the houses are literally hundreds of years old. And it just it's just a different experience. It's a different it's a different video game level. Yeah. And right now it feels a lot more suited to where we are with the various projects we're pursuing as well. Also for you, especially being able to just go to the beach and get up like you wouldn't believe straight mermaid. (laughs) My God, I have to pull her out of the water after However many hours. Yeah. I wanted to say, I think something I've really recognized that I wanted to just share on this podcast. And I I have a lot of guilt saying this, like there's this weird thing in me that says, oh, I don't know if I should say this because people might take this the wrong way. And I have been really happy over the last few years, but I feel like there has been like a baseline level of happiness that I haven't really been getting over. So there's been like this I'm happy, I'm grateful, everything's good, like think life is good. But ever since I got back to Oz, there has just been this extra like spark and joy and You haven't had to gaslight yourself into happiness and gratitude as much. I don't it's, know. It's easier. I don't know what it is. I, I just feel my baseline happiness has definitely risen. For and sure. I think that this is really what my intuition was telling me to do, that there was just something here and being back in kind of the Western environment. Like I just really needed that for my soul. And I I think my brain has been working at such a different level. And I think this is a really interesting thing that I'm starting to understand that every, like you said, there are so many different chapters that we can experience in life. And I'm such a big believer that everything that you do is a chapter, not a book. And I think sometimes we make these life decisions and we get ourselves to take these big leaps or we do these big things. And we say to ourselves that we have to write it out. We have to, till death do us part or whatever it is. But 
there is something that Abraham Hicks says that I've always loved, which is basically do things until they're no longer in vibrational alignment. And I think I have been trying to fit a circle into a square for a while in my life and trying to tell myself like, this is what I meant to do. This is who I am. And there's been this big identity shift that's been like occurring within me. And this identity shift, I feel like the thing that I was resisting to do was that I was scared of that next chapter of my life, that next kind of level version of me, because I was so comfortable and I felt like I'd reached the highest level of the version of me that I wanted to become. It was like I was at the top at one point, but then moving or making these decisions would mean I was at the bottom again. And my ego internally didn't really want to make that decision. Mm. It's like I've been pushing away that next level because I'm like, oh, that comes with me feeling like I'm starting all over again. And this move has definitely made me want to raise my standards, want to change a lot of things. It's made me unhappy in certain ways, but then it's made me so happy in others. And there's this big kind of internal shift that's been going on. And when I really get to the crux of why I haven't made this choice and why we put it off for so long is I feel like this has been the death of one level of ourselves, but the birth of another level of ourselves. And for me, definitely, I have been playing small without realizing I was playing small because I was playing big at one level, but then Mm -hmm. it was really small at another. I don't know if that's going to make sense to anyone, but that's how I'm summarizing my brain right now. And I guess I just want to say to anyone that your life can always take a new direction. You can always choose again. And I always say this in this podcast, you need to listen to your gut. And I think the one thing that I'm really learning with this is that your decisions, your choices, they don't have to make logical sense to anyone else. And a lot of the times the choices that you make in your life won't make sense to anyone else. And that's okay because that's not someone else's choice. That's your choice. So I think you have to really be mindful of who you let have opinions over your life and who you let take the wheel of your life. Cause you've got to be the one that's taking the wheel of your own life. Otherwise you're just a passenger for someone else's ride. Yeah. I mean, I think like with everything, there's always, it's always about finding the middle. It's safety, security, comfort is wonderful. It's a amazing that we get to experience that as a species at this point in in history. I remember hearing at some point that the average person alive these days has a higher living standard than say the royal family did two, three hundred years ago. So it's an amazing time to be alive and to enjoy all of that safety, security, yada, yada, yada. But it I think it's a it's healthy to balance that mm. with some ungroundedness, some throwing caution into the wind, some adventurous. And here's the thing, wherever you are on the spectrum, chances are if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably more on the adventurous wanting to expand spectrum. But it's about finding that middle ground. Mm. So like a little bit of dissatisfaction works wonderfully along with a state of gratitude. So like, I'm so grateful for everything. And I'm also going to push forward for something new at the same time, because at the end of the day, we don't have infinite time Mm -hmm. as a biological being. Your soul may very well live forever, but your physical ego earthly self has a time attached to it. And every moment with every heartbeat, it's counting down. So does that mean you you go crazy right now because, oh my God, I might die at any moment? It's, that would be imbalance. So it's build things for the future, create relationships that last, think up ahead. But at the same time, remember, there is, it's like be timeless, 
but realize you don't have infinite time. So where can you balance these two things? Ah, the middle way, the and paradox that's, that's, of life. With everything, honestly, yeah. no matter what topic I look at, I ask myself, would the middle way be the ideal way on this? And it always is, always. Mm-hmm. It's changing your environment and just maybe deciding to move to a different city or a different country. It's an amazing experience to be able to do that. Not many people are. Yeah, I don't think there's no regrets ever. It's great that we moved to Bali six, seven years ago and it was all so amazing when we first got there. And over the course of six, seven years, you get to the point where a lot of things feel normal and you don't really take them that much. It takes work to appreciate those things. I think that's with everything. And then there feels like there's a a bit of a vacuum in there of like, there's something I'm unable to satisfy here Mm. that I want to pursue. And I think for us, we're both born in Sydney. I'm also raised in Germany. There'll probably come a time where I'm going to feel like spending an extended period of time in Germany, my other home, because I haven't done that since I was a child. Mm -hmm. So there will come a chapter at some point. Will it be seven years of living in Germany? Probably not, because I know you need the ocean and I like sunshine. About to say in which- You're like, what is happening right now? (laughs) My uh, world is crumbling. uh, I just got to Australia. (laughs) Listen, dickhead, I don't don't think there's a Bronte beach at like Berlin or wherever the fuck you think we're going. We might not be in vibrational harmony anymore. Uh, No, I I, I think this relationship- It was working well when we were by a beach and beyond that, well, guten tag, motherfucker. (laughs) You lost me at Germany. No, you didn't lose me at Germany. I I can do Germany. (laughs) How close is... Is there a beach? How close is Greece to Germany? We we can do like... 3,000 kilometers. I've looked it up because I've contemplated driving there from Germany many times. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. I think that the main message that we wanted to really share with everyone is take the big leap, do what it is that your intuition is telling you to do. Don't push it in front of yourself for years or listen to everyone else's opinions on what it is that you should do next. At the end of the day, your gut knows. And if it's anything like my own life and your own life and everyone else that we know that has listened to their gut and gone in the direction of their heart and their soul, whatever it is that your intuition is telling you to do, that is the way forward. Even if you don't know the exact plan, even if it doesn't make complete sense, I really do think at the end of the day, your gut knows. So there you have it. That is our episode for you today. We are going to be in Sydney all the way until March. March. End of March. End of March next year. What year is next year? 2024. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Wow. Flying cars, people living on the moon. I'm so disappointed. Why haven't we gotten to that stage yet? Like when I was in school, I I specifically remember it was like 2000 and something, totally. and we were meant to have flying cars. Like I, it was meant to be- Food courts with aliens walking around What everywhere. was that show growing up? The Jemsons? The, the Jetsons. It was, I was expecting some- Jetson shit level like society. Well, you know, in in the Jetsons, they had uh, little screens with people on them, and you could see people on the screen, and it was like, wow. And guess what? That's we, we have that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm not happy with the. There's no flying. The fashion isn't up there. There's no flying cars. The, the fashion. I, well, well, the fashions of the nineties again, the, isn't the, it? The Low Jetson rise fashion was everything. I love that baggy jeans are back in. I'm like, Soul oh, Body's wow. first pair of baggy pants. I'm Twelve years old again. <laughs> 
Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. There are lots of exciting things happening for us in the next few months and we can't wait to share them with you. And we are just so happy to be home. So happy to be in this energy here in Australia and really, really enjoying the change of pace. So it's been the best decision we've made in a long time. All right. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations, and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.